Welcome everyone to the Stay Curious podcast brought to you by Alpha UK. My name is Alex, I'm the National Director at Alpha UK and I'm joined by my good friend. Chloe, my name is Chloe, nice to meet you. And I am the Associate National Director of Alpha UK and I also work for my local church in Swansea. But Al, this podcast is called Stay Curious. Why? What's it all about? Well, this is the first episode in our podcast and we probably want to give people a little bit of context about what we're going to be talking about and what the thinking is behind that. Um, we, as you may see, all around the world, all around the world, all around the room, have got a campaign going right now called Stay Curious. And over the last few years at Alpha, the message has been, got questions? Try Alpha. Yeah. But we did some research which suggested that people who are outside the church don't feel like they are carrying questions that they want to ask particularly. And one person said, if I did have questions I wanted to ask about faith or the church, I don't want to ask a Christian because I'm worried that they will sort of be a bit judgmental and bossy. Ouch. Yeah. But we did discover that the people who we are trying to reach and like trying to talk to about Jesus and the church and Christianity, people who we want to explore their faith, mm. are people who consider themselves open-minded and curious people. Okay. One of the most, my favourite um, quotes is from one of my favourite TV shows, which is Ted Lasso. Your favourite? Ted? Top three. Top three, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Top three, we're talking Ted Lasso. Yeah. The American office, although if there was Good. more of it, the British office is probably elite, okay. I would say. Wow. Yeah. And then West Wing. Oh, showing your age. What? West Wing? I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. No. Top three, really? Yeah. I'm what rewatching about, like, it for like the fourth Stranger time. Things or... No, Stranger Things is not an elite TV programme. Oh, I disagree. It is good though. It is good. Yeah, it is good. Anyway, in Ted Lasso, my favourite TV programme. If you've not seen Ted Lasso, it's about an American, uh, I think he's like a... American football coach yeah. who then is brought over to the UK to manage an English Premier League football team, soccer team. And he is sort of like totally out of his depth and he ends up in this pub being challenged to a game of darts. And like everything in you thinks that he's going to really be bad at it because like an American in an English pub being challenged by an English person to play darts. A bit of an English, is darts an English game? I don't know. People in Wales play it as well. Do they? Yeah. British maybe. <laughs> British. British game. Anyway, he um, says this amazing line where he says, guys have underestimated me my entire life and for years I never understood why. It used to really bother me. Then one day I was driving my little boy to school and I saw a quote by Walt Whitman. It was painted on the wall there and it said, be curious, not judgmental. I like that. And then he like goes on to say, um, because if they were curious, they would have asked questions. Questions like, have you played a lot of darts, Ted? And then Ted throws another dart. To which I would have answered, yes, sir. Every Sunday afternoon, a sports bar with my father from age 10 until 16 when he passed away. Mm. Barbecue sauce. And then he throws a double bullseye to win the game. There's like this amazing moment where, anyway, you fall in love with Ted Lasso because he's like the best person ever. But also, that is the, um, like, the heart, heart yeah. behind this podcast is that we are open-minded and curious people. And it's the heart behind Alpha really as well. It's like yeah. everybody's got something they're curious about and we want them to bring their curiosity to Alpha. And on this podcast, we're going to be curious for everyone else. Sounds great. And we're curious about big things, small things, theological things, mundane things. Totally irrelevant things. Yeah. It could be anything and everything. We yeah. want this podcast to be fun, silly, lighthearted. Like I listen to a podcast when I do the washing up because it's such a boring job and 
I like listening to something funny or lighthearted. So it's going to be that. But also we are asking people questions. And each week we're going to have different guests that we kind of want to encourage their curiosity and ask them questions, what they're curious about or different topics and just learn a little bit more and stay curious ourselves. Yeah. And if anybody listening has got a question they would like us to answer, we are curious on your behalf. It could be a question about anything to do with mission, evangelism, Christianity. It could be anything to do with Wales. You could ask a question to Chloe about the Welsh language, for example. You could. Yeah. Would you be able to answer that? Can you speak Welsh? Um, a little bit. I can speak GCSE Welsh. Can you? Yeah. But I'm not fluent, unfortunately. Okay. But I could teach you a few phrases. Borda, good morning. Yeah. Um, Shamai. Shamai. That's like, all right. Chloe Dewey. Clo- my name is Chloe. Rodru and Hoffy, Throffy Coffee. <laughs> Frothy Coffee. <Is> that- <laughs> Every Welsh listener now is like cringe. Yeah. Ah, I feel no. bad. I feel bad. I feel bad doing the Welsh accent, but I can't stop myself. Yeah. Well, you should know any listeners, if you're a Welsh listener, don't be offended by Alex's Welsh accent because he actually is from Swansea, aren't yeah. you, Al? Yeah, yeah, I was born there. Well, I was born in Bridgend. But although he does sound English now, but he loves to put on a Welsh accent, but I find it endearing. So beware for some Alex Welsh language, uh, Welsh accent coming. Yeah. Also, you find it endearing. The other sort of three million people in Wales might not so much. Yeah, probably. Yeah. My mum is Welsh. She's got a strong Welsh accent. So I think it comes from like my yeah. relationship. But I don't think I actually sound that Welsh. No. No. Really? You don't think you sound that Welsh? <laughs> well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but Al, I think because this is the first podcast, it'd be good to get to know each other and we're going to be hosting the podcast. So tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, what you're up to, what do you do? Um, I work for a church in London called Holy Trinity Brompton and I'm the lead pastor at HCB, which means I sort of work to help the smooth running of the church and um, look after a few ministries and bits and bobs. And then um, as well as that, I'm the national director at Alpha UK, which I've been doing for the last two and a half years, something like that. I used to lead a church on the south coast of England in Portsmouth, where we ran Alpha really regularly. And when I was doing that, I was asked if I would um, take on the role, I think, of Alpha UK is to encourage support churches across the country to be able to run Alpha really well. Yeah. And as well as that, to um, encourage people who are curious about faith to do Alpha. Yeah. So anything in between those two things, that's why we exist. Yeah, yeah. awesome. I'm, I'm the same. <laughs> so I work for my local church, Cornerstone Church in Swansea, running students and young adults, and then also um, Associate National Director of Alpha UK. Started running by running Alpha Wales, which helped local churches in Wales run Alpha really well. And that's what we still do today. But as well as that, Chloe, you are, our listeners might not know that you are Dr. Chloe Swart. Yep. Now, probably not, not very a useful. Not real doctor. If, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you are a real doctor, but True. not very useful in a medical emergency. No, although one time I was on a plane and something, ha- a lady, I think she just like fainted or something. And was that when we were on a plane together? Yeah, yes, it was. Yes. We were going to Florida for a work trip. And the air hostess... Which sounds really um, decadent, yeah. going to Florida for a work trip. It was, it was, the, Alpha it was the Alpha USA conference. Yeah. So, yeah, we went just sunbathing the whole time. Well, 50% of the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. 70. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the nurses were running around. And I'm not sure why, but they came up to me and my colleague Susie and said, are you girls nurses by any chance? And Susie turns and says, no, but she's a doctor. <laughs> The no. most unhelpful thing that you. So then possibly... I, she, she looked at me hopefully, and I turned to her and said, "Yeah, but not like a real one. I, I do theology." But also, what's more complicated <laughs> is you are sort of like a doctor of healing. Well, my PhD was in healing miracles in Wales, so I did say I can't do anything medically, but I can pray for her, which she wasn't that impressed at. We, um, we've got very accustomed to um, Chloe offering to pray for people, um, and you've got like a good model for that. 
But we have become accustomed in a little bit to trying to... To make fun of me. <laughs> well, in a way to make fun of you, but also to um, copy the model that you've set for us, which is that you would basically use, use the same words. And Chloe always says, now, Dave, receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Now, Dave, are you feeling a measure of healing? <laughs> because those people who say they feel a measure of healing are more likely to be healed. I don't speak like that. You don't? I'm definitely not that Welsh. (laughs) No, I'm mocking you, but actually, you do have this amazing um, knack for having faith to pray for people to be healed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my PhD showed, and we'll maybe talk about this in a future podcast episode, but my PhD showed that um, people were getting healed on the street, in the supermarket, in the gym, in their everyday life. So I was in the gym a couple of months ago, and my instructor, I was doing a Les Mills class, which are impossibly hard. And my instructor, she dropped the weights and she said, um, carry on girls, like I'm in loads of pain, um, so I can't carry on, I'm injured. So at the end of the class, I walked up to her and I said, well, in my church, we often pray for people for healing. Can I pray for you? And she actually said, Chloe, I've been waiting for you to ask me. Years ago, I went to one of your churches, like Christmas services with um, an ex and you were all talking about healing. And um, and when you walked in today, I thought I've tried physio, I've tried every paracetamol box, you know, I've tried everything and the injury won't go. I hope Chloe offers to pray. So I prayed for her and said, in the name of Jesus, receive, receive your healing. healing. Yeah. How does it feel? And she said, yeah, it is loads better. And she got healed in the gym. So okay. that's what my PhD was okay. showing that people are praying for people um, out and about and it doesn't have to be in a church and someone who has a big healing ministry. But yeah, Alex makes fun of how I talk about it. No, yeah, well, it's just, it's, just in, my it's endearing more yeah. than everything. The way that you pr- pray in the power of the Holy Spirit is to be commended rather yeah. than to be mocked. <laughs> but Al, something you didn't say in your little intro is you're nearly 40. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, yes. Um, but something you might know if you follow Alex on social media is Alex set out this challenge to do 40 challenges before turning 40. So he asked all his followers to give him suggestions and they did. And um, how many through, how many have you done? Um, I think I've done 15, although I'm struggling to find 40 things to do. Okay. I've, sort of, I've only got about 20 on the list and I think I need to do about three a month, okay. every month if I'm going to. And when's your birthday? May. So you've got a bit of time. I've got a little bit of time. So actually, if anybody's got any suggestions, so it has yeah. to be something I haven't done before. Okay. Um, yeah, that's like the vague, the vague sort of premise is 40 things that I've not done before, before I turn 40. Ideally, they'd be either things I would like to do or are interesting at least. Yeah, something that would challenge you. Yeah. So if you're listening and you have any ideas for Alex, what he can do, if you email us at uk at alpha.org, maybe put podcast in the subject line and... Alex will do it. He actually will. I might do. It depends, depends what it is. So about three people suggested shaving my head, which I'm oh. never going to do. I don't look good without hair. No. Well, yeah. what have you done? Uh, done a few things. Um, the first one was I cycled from Bordeaux in France to Toulouse in France in about 48 hours, maybe less than 48 hours. And this is more impressive because you don't even own a bike. No, no. I don't. I haven't really ever ridden a bike since I was... I actually used to... About 15 years ago, I used to cycle to work every day. But since then, I've not really ridden a bike other than an electric bike from my kid's school to work. That doesn't count. No. <laughs> and before this trip, did you do any training? No, no. None not, at all? Not, I actually hadn't sat on a bike. So you yeah. literally just booked a flight to Bordeaux yeah, and cycled. I, rem- I remember being a child and cycling on a bike and it not being too challenging. So I thought I'd just be having a lovely time cycling all day. And was it challenging? It was sore. 
pretty yeah. so yeah so bum so bum yeah so if you followed Alex on social media while he did this every photo you posted you looked utterly exhausted yes I was having a good time but also in quite a lot of pain yeah. also just some like things I didn't know about cycling which some really professional cyclists had or like you know people, people who, who cycle more yeah, than you <laughs> sort of said oh you don't want to wear boxer shorts you just wear these like padded like, cycling shorts I didn't think it through I only took one pair so that sort of lasted Ugh. me three days you have to take chamois cream which is like a type of cream to stop you chafing so it wasn't, Too much very, information yeah, I know. It wasn't a very um Not I went glamorous three, trip. three of my mates and um it wasn't a very glamorous trip no but I felt a good sense of achievement so at least I, that was better than the other thing that happened which was I had a tooth removed for the first time oh yeah, um, that was also that one was when you were forty before forty. No, but I put it on there as like an achievement. That I've never had one before. Actually, it was the most traumatic experience of my life. Yeah, they're not nice. It's crunchy, isn't it? Were you awake for it? Yeah, yeah. I was awake. Yeah, yeah. I actually hugged the lady after she did it. She was really nice. She was a Christian because I kept. It, I oh, told her I was nice. praying because she said, "Do you want to listen to some music?" And I was like, "I didn't bring any music." I said, "I'm just going to lie here and pray." And she oh. said, "Well, the Lord will answer your prayer." And she was a Christian. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. Did really? she pray for you for healing afterwards? No, she could have done. It was sore. Yeah. It was really sore. So back to stay curious. Yeah. Each week, we're going to ask our listeners, what are you curious to know? And it can be something funny or something silly or something theological, whatever you want. But obviously, this is our first week, so no one's emailed in yet. But Al, your daughter has had a very funny question, hasn't she? Well, my daughter, who is 10, either is just an incredibly curious person or she is in that phase of life where she asks millions of questions every day incredibly detailed usually quite boring questions that like you could never know the answer to like who was the teacher who had the brownest hair when you were growing up wow yeah pretty dull cool. the other day she asked me um what's the most expensive peach you've ever seen peach yeah like how much is the most expensive you can tell you peach? live in london <laughs> yeah, yeah i know walking past a three pound peach yeah yeah yeah, yeah I know. um but i asked her for some questions for this she asked one interesting question and then one question which i couldn't quite figure out where it came from her interesting question which maybe you could try and answer is she said okay i've got a question um, if we are made in God's image, why did God send the flood to wash away everyone um, during when it was Noah? Mm -hmm. um, Great question. Because if we're made in God's image, why did we get it so wrong? Mm -hmm. So I thought maybe we should save that for someone who can yeah. answer it. Yeah. Yeah, you could answer it. I could, but I think let's save it let's for another it. time. And then it ranges from that level of the theological sort of debate to yeah. the other day she asked me, do cats have bums or just bum holes? Oh, very theological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which actually does make you think. Yeah, I'd say... I don't know if we need an answer. Yeah. It's just, maybe we should just... True. That's just something for you to think about. Yeah, yeah, that's something for you to ponder. Well, the podcast can only go up from here. <laughs> but we'd love to know what you're curious about. So please do email us in at uk.alpha.org, put podcasts in the subject and ask anything that we can then discuss on the podcast. Yep. And thank you so much for joining us for this first episode of our Stay Curious podcast brought to you by Alpha UK. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to be interviewing Nikki Gumbel, who is the pioneer of the Alpha course. And we've got some other special guests lined up as well, which we shall tell you about when we're next broadcasting. Yeah, but thanks for listening and we'll see you then.